From the Financial Times in London, I'm Jonathan Wheatley and this is FT News. Mexico began opening up its energy sector this week after being closed to private exploration and production for nearly 80 years. It sold several deep water exploration blocks in the Gulf of Mexico. The sale marks a big change of policy for Mexico's energy sector and it appears to have been a big success, with eight out of the ten blocks awarded, as well as a joint venture with state oil company Pemex in a separate auction. Mexico says total investment will amount to $41 billion over the life of the contracts. Here with me to discuss this is David Shepard, the FT's energy markets editor, who interviewed José Antonio Mead, Mexico's finance minister, and José Antonio González Anaya, the chief executive of Pemex, with me in London earlier this month. So, David, first of all, who won what in this week's tender? Well, the biggest winner in this, aside from Mexico, who was obviously desperate to bring in this investment, appears to have been China, who have won two of the deep water blocks. That's given China a real foothold in the Gulf of Mexico and helping them expand the diversification of energy supplies, a key factor for China over its development over the last 15 or so years, when previously it found it was often shut off from having enough energy to rapidly develop its economy. As a growing power for China, access to energy, and oil in particular, has always been one of their key foreign policy objectives. The other winners as well, though, have also come in. We've seen, for one, BHP Billiton, better known as a mining company, but which has also invested in a big way in oil, both of Australia and also in the US shale fields in recent years. So it's taking some of its deep water knowledge it's gained from Australia and is going to join up with Pemex on the Trion block, which is expected to be possibly a strong development should prices stay high enough to enable it. When we spoke to Mr and I, he was very upbeat about the level of investor interest. Here's what he said about the scale of the reforms underway in the energy sector. The reach of the energy reform is so big that the whole energy sector will look different. We haven't done a single risk partnership in 78 years. Hopefully in five years we will have a lot of those. Not one, not two, not three, which is what we're doing today, but we will have tens of them. In every section, let's recall that Pemex is a vertically integrated company. So we're expecting partners in the upstream, we're expecting partners in midstream, we're expecting partners in refining. And so I think Pemex will look more like other oil companies look. It was the first test of investment appetite in Mexico since Donald Trump's election victory, which had hit the Mexican currency hard over remarks made by Mr Trump about pulling investment out of Mexico and renegotiating the NAFTA free trade agreement. Mr Mee, the finance minister, however, was sanguine about those threats. He pointed out that the US had as much to lose as Mexico from any reforms. Mexico and the US trade roughly a million dollars every minute. These are value chains. We're not selling jeans. So it's not as if you could say, well, you were no longer going to buy the jeans that Mexico's manufacturing. That, that was a view of trade that was probably valid in, in 1992. So whatever assessment is made, it should be done jointly. It's not something that's Mexico contingent or Mexico specific. It's an evaluation process and a dialogue where there will be many parties. And all of them have a stake in this coming out well. David, these bids followed very shortly from last week's OPEC meeting, where member countries agreed to curb output to boost the oil price. How much of a factor was that in the success of the round, do you think? In terms of the overall oil industry, certainly the OPEC agreement last week has been very much welcomed. It's seen the price of oil, benchmark Brent crude, rally by about 15% since then. It hit a year high yesterday, about $56 a barrel. 
However, for investment in projects like these, it's perhaps more of a nice-to-have than an essential. These projects have a timescale lasting from several years to decades, and therefore, when the companies are sitting down to work out whether they want to invest in deep water wells off Mexico, they're not going to be looking at the oil price on any given day. So a 15% jump over the past few weeks probably wasn't the thing that helped to get over the line. However, when you're talking to the finance controllers back in head offices in Houston and London and so on, the overall atmosphere in the energy industry has become a lot more positive in the last week because of that OPEC cut and the subsequent rise in price. Finally, one more word about China. They're coming into the Gulf of Mexico. How much should we read into that, given that both China and Mexico have been the target of Mr. Trump's invective? I would be loath to say that it's a direct response to Mr. Trump. As we say, I mean, until a month ago, no one knew with any certainty that he was going to be the president-elect. However, you are looking at a situation here whereby, as we've seen before, China is looking to diversify its source of oil supplies and, you know, having largely been shut out from the US market and the US side of the Gulf of Mexico, certainly having this foothold here now with Mexico and Pemex gives them, you know, a greater diversity of supplies and a presence in the region. And how will Chinese investment in the Gulf of Mexico go down in Washington? Have there been any resistance to that? There has been some resistance to Chinese companies buying into certain strategic US assets. However, that's not to say there's any form of official blanket ban. And certainly in the last six months, one of the more interesting developments has been that the US decided to lift its own ban on exporting crude oil, which was largely a legacy of the 1970s oil embargoes. As a result of that, and because of the vast growth in US shale production that we saw between 2010 and 2014, we've actually seen some US cargoes flow directly to China, to customers there. So it's not a situation whereby the US is trying to cut China off from oil supplies or anything, but there is still some hesitation about having Chinese companies directly into strategic US assets. Is that something you expect to change under Donald Trump? As ever with President-elect Trump, it's very hard to say at this point. You know, his policy views on this have not been exactly clear. He's not been overly welcoming to China in general, as we saw with the controversy over his call with Taiwan this week. However, at heart, I think most people see him as a businessman and whether or not that would be enough for him to try and keep China out, who knows at this stage. David, thanks very much. 